You know, I mean, my fan base is uh, women mostly, yeah. and I mean, it's a good fan base too. Our fans are very loyal. They're very sweet. They go in somewhere, they buy that merchandise, they yeah. they get them drinks. You know, I <laughs> I tell the place like, look, make sure you're stocked up on Michelob Ultra and 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 and, and Fireball because <laughs> you know, they're gonna tear it up. <laughs> yeah. They getting in there. They getting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to the X5 Podcast. We're back here another week, just some little house cleaning to start out the episode. We want you right now, if it's your first time to see us, thank you for tuning in. If you don't mind, go and like and subscribe and leave a comment that really pushes us into the algorithm now that that's out of the way. I'm co-hosted today by Jeff Allen, Burt Wallace. And my man, Terry, what do they call you, Terry Winkle? Terry when did that, Winkle, yeah, I guess. When did that come about? I, uh, I, I wasn't wore a beautiful periwinkle, I guess, tank top that didn't fit. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie loved it. Awesome. He's getting it for Christmas. Our special guest today, <laughs> our special guest today is Darren Knight. Everybody, please All welcome right. him. Hey. Thanks for coming. Better known as the Southern Mama. Came here to uh, this little small town to film with us today, and we appreciate it. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here. I'm still kind of uh, blown away with your studio. It's really nice. Thank you, man. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to walk into this. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice little town, but... You sound like you've been doing a lot of talking, dude. Been, <laughs> yeah, sounds like you ate a patio last I, night. I feel like it, too. It's been five parades in three days. I don't know how I'm still getting around. So what do you do in the parades? Oh, I just smile and wave. Is that it? You don't <laughs> throw out like candy? Penguins. It's a smile and wave. It's like, what does so, everybody do in a, in a so, parade? Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know what else. I was, uh, <laughs> no, last night it was fun. We did Oxford's and um, a buddy of mine, he owns this towing company. So he had this humongous semi-truck. I don't know how this thing, you know, made its way around the square, but they were like police out there moving people. Anyway, we're on this huge trailer and like we're throwing candy out. He's dressed up as Kesanetti and they have this dilapidated uh, RV on the back of this <laughs> massive trailer. Anyway, so we're up there in the wind. And, you like Kesanetti up there? Oh, yeah. And look, it was funny because he had like this sewer drain like pop or whatever. And he had hooked it up to like the uh, like a leaf blower. Yeah. So they were stacking uh, Tootsie Rolls in it of all things and blowing them out to the kids. <laughs> Cousin Eddie just blowing out Tootsie Rolls to all the kids. This this it's uh, a real pedo line. thing to do yeah, to like throw out candy weird. at a at a at a parade. They all do that. That's all I was wondering. I think it'd be funny if you just come out with beads and be like, "Oh, I thought this was a different parade." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was it a Christmas per- Christmas yeah. parade? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it was their Fourth of July parade. It was weird. They got the wrong month. You know, it's weird. <laughs> oh yeah, baby, it was though. It was Christmas. Um, I'm lo- I don't know what month it is. Well, I'm I'm lost. Yeah, I'm here for you. Thank you. I got you. Thank you. I got you. Jim. I need somebody here. <laughs> you got a show coming up at the Stardome? We do. We'll be there the 13th and 14th. Um, that's all. That's that's a wrap for us this year. So. Dude, let me tell you. I just had my worst set of my life about four days ago. <laughs> and I, man, I'm talking you, I ate my entire ball bag on stage. Like, I've never done it. Like, it's the worst bomb I've Did ever had. Did you get had. that on video? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> I deleted like, it. support, like, oh, it's going to get better. He's like, did you get it on video? Yeah. <laughs> You'll help the Can numbers of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what I tried doing, you know, I go to these open mics right now. I'm an open micer. So nice. I'm at the very beginning stages of it. Now, very rarely do I have two set, bad sets in a row. I've at least gotten to that point. But I've had two bad sets in a row, and I cannot wait to get back on a stage. Like, you have to live with that bomb, you know? 
Yeah. You've had a bomb where you have to live with it until the next time you can get on stage. You're like, I'll drive anywhere, man. I got to get this out of my head, man. It's the worst. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, started in 2016. Oh, so mm-hmm. that's not really, I guess that's kind of. I wish I'd have started in 2016. Years. Yeah, he's getting close to that 10 year mark. Um, You've done pretty good for, what, eight years? I mean, you're. You're a pretty well known comic. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, I felt like I kinda got the uh kind of the rush uh I, I I missed out on a lot that a lot of comics go through. Um you're talking about bombing, you're talking about going through that, you know, to where I went from like I didn't I wasn't in any way form or fashion thinking about being a comedian at all. And I just put these videos out and uh to go out and to do the videos versus being on stage is very different. You know, there's a lot of people, that, yes. you know, overnight, they're all of a sudden this, you know, this platform person. And, you know, that that's great and wonderful when it comes to videos, but your bread and butter are shows, whether you're a singer, comedian, or whatever it is. And so getting that same person and putting them on stage is all, it doesn't always work out quite well. Uh, those that can do the videos versus, you know, being on stage. Um, but where I feel like I kind of got the easy side of it is instead of beating the, you know, beating the streets and stages and doing shows for a state yeah. dinner or whatever, I kind of got to bypass all that and go straight into, you know, instead of walking out into a room of a bunch of people that have no idea who the hell I am and just trying to yeah, make they, them laugh. They're, they're already expecting me. They yeah. already, you know, they kind of already got a kind of idea about what they're going to do. I don't know. It was really weird. I mean, I, you know, it was, I, I'm a, I probably don't act a lot or talk a lot like it all the time, but I'm a, I'm a, I, you know, I'm a religious person. I believe that, you know, God's got a plan for everybody, even, you know, everybody in this room. And I just, it was really weird how it happened. Right. Um, how, you know, I was, I was working at retail Sears for like eight years. I, was, I worked, did that too. Did you? I worked, I worked in the drapery department. I worked, <laughs> Oh, that sounds you, you, I see that coming. Were you like the bras and painty? Or no, we used to drapes. No, no drapes. But they, it was at Century Plaza. No, I've got a great story for y'all. This now, tell me if this is if if this was just my store. But our store, they busted people having sex in the bathrooms constantly. Yeah. I was in, that I was, was all Sears. I was in the loss prevention side, so I caught shoplifters. Oh, you were shoplifting. You yeah. had to go in and bust them. So then? I had to be the one to go in there and be like, "All right, kids, you know, yeah." So you saw people. You had to go in the bathroom and stop. Yeah. It? Well, I one. I mean, it, it, mostly it was just kids being kids. But like one time, I did kind of get pissed off. There was this older lady, and she had hobbled all the way down this corridor where their bathroom was at to get anyway. Couldn't get the bathroom. There was a young teenager like out there, like, "No, ma'am." Like, and so he, she went out there and told a cashier or something, and they came to me, and apparently had gotten really ugly with her, and like even like turned her around. <laughs> it was like, all right, hobble on back down, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, his buddy has got this girl in the bathroom. And so when I, I kind of got the backstory for, while I'm on the way up there, they're like, well, you know, so I stopped talking to the lady on the way in. And I'm I'm kind of mad, you know what I mean? I, I like, I feel for like those that can't really help themselves. And I go over there, I, <laughs> there's a guy, he's like, he's a tall teenager. I was like, what's up? And he was, I go to walk in, he didn't know who I was, I'm playing close. And uh, he's like, hey, you can't go in there. I was like, I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. He, he got, he pushed my shoulder. He's like, hey, I said, you can't go in there. I said, uh, uh, I don't want to say what I said. Anyway, <laughs> he FAFO'd, you know yeah. what I mean? And then I went in there, and this one's got the other one bo- like bowed up on the toilet. And I'm like, all I can, I feel sorry for this little lady about to piss on herself because he's in the, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. There was that, that, and then like, I remember the fitting rooms was always an issue. Yeah. yeah. Like, Yo, it was, a, it's, they, st- they told me, it, it was a, for closeted gay guys. It was a meetup place for them to have sex. Really? And this was back in two in the ni- late nineties, where it, I guess it was. It, you know, it was just a different era. I mean, they would arrest uh, husbands whose wives were in the store shopping in that bathroom. 
Really? All the dude. When I say not just a little bit, at least once every couple of weeks. What store were you at? Sears in uh, Central Plaza in Birmingham, where That's the Amazon great. Center. Hey, David, I never had any uh, glory holes in our did, fingers, uh, but ours was like problems with like people using the bathroom. Did you get any of that on film? No, I didn't get it on film. It was in the <laughs> late 90s, man. They didn't even have camera phones back then. Oh, it was that long ago? Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Why? You want to watch it? <laughs> no, I'm just telling you, it was like a big problem at Sears. And I, well, and I, that is it, it's, it's the first time I've ever ran into a former Sears employee. So this is great. I get to pick your brain, especially if you're in loss prevention. <laughs> mm. If it was a national thing around the country, I was wondering if that was I don't the know. Case. Not many blowjobs in our fit rooms. I think it was just mainly just like... <laughs> Ours was like, I don't know why people, I guess they get in there, can't hold it, but ours, like, using the bathroom. Like, and the women's uh, fitting rooms was the worst. Are I mean, oh, you, mean you used to go in there, there used to be a pile of shit in the corner. I was like, well, I mean, <laughs> and I'm really? blood, yes. And I was, I was blood-borne pathogen certified, a.k.a. you get to clean up the shit. If <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and I just, I just take a mop in there, and it was just an absolute mess. How do you mop done. carpet? I think I made it worse. Yeah, you just, just rub it in. in. I was like, <laughs> That's a hazmat situation. You got to pull that carpet up. Y'all would just wipe why it off. Why do these fitting rooms stink? I, look, <laughs> and if it was bad enough, I'd make the GM like go with me. I'm like, Bleh. just so you know how I should be paid more, I want you to see I'm what I'm not. <laughs> This is not sixteen dollars an hour worth right here, <laughs> but uh, it was part of it. Yeah, no, we didn't have too many. I guess we had too many people hooking up the bathroom or the fitness, but well, it was anyway. a thing, thing, thing. But wow. it was like part of what I look forward to, and you know, you see, and they handcuff them and drag them out right in front of their family. Yeah. Now they did this in the bathrooms or the fitting rooms? No, bathrooms. This was a bathroom thing upstairs at the Century Plaza. Shout out Century Plaza. I could see a little right. bit of fantasy of wanting him to do it in a in fitting public. room, but not in a bathroom. And you grew up like bathroom? you grew up in uh, Aniston. So I'm from Southside. Yeah, I live in uh, yeah, like the Aniston Oxford area. Mm-hmm. Aniston, not so mm-hmm. you're Talladega. I'm between like there's a little community called Munford, and uh, then there's Talladega, and I'm between the two. So anyway, yeah, yeah but yeah, Talladega area. Yeah. So you worked at Sears and Aniston. I did. I worked at the one in um, yeah in Oxford, Oxford. the the Quintard Mall there had a Sears property, yeah. and then um, I think it was actually Kmart bought Sears. Everybody thinks Sears bought Kmart, but Kmart bought Sears. Anyway, I went to the Kmart side of it for a couple months, and then I transferred back to Sears. So, so you're in the loss. You were in the loss prevention yeah, side. You weren't yeah. in the retail having to deal with. Like piece of crap customers all the time. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. No, so, the ones that I got to deal with were like stealing stuff, and people will steal in so many different ways, y'all. Like, oh, it's clever. It was so surprise crazy. you every day. It was, it. and then some of them I was like, damn, dude, like that's good. Yeah, like, you, you know what I mean. And like some people, like you would not expect to steal. Like, I would like. I got good. Like I started with Walmart. Yeah. And like I got to where I, the first two weeks I was like, what the what are you what are you doing? Why are, why are you here? <laughs> Within my I think it was like fifth or sixth week, they were sending me to other stores to train people how to do this. I was scooping them up. And then like I would pride myself on because you'd see like this little lady come in, like sweet little old lady, you know, clearly well do for herself, you right. know, all this. And then jacking shit. Yeah, doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. Just got the money. You'd be surprised how many people will buy like two hundred dollars worth of stuff and steal forty or fifty bucks worth of stuff. Yeah. I'm like klepto. Well, yeah. Well, let me just tell you, if Walmart don't get their shit together, and I'm talking about you, Walmart, you know, like with the self checkout thing and, and like stopping you when you try and leave and be like, we need to verify you, you know, everything. I was like, hey, if I'm going to do your job, you don't have to trust me. Yeah, you I know? don't. I don't feel sorry for their lot because they're actually talking about now of taking them out of a lot yeah. of metros. Yeah. Are they? The yeah, the self checkouts because they're, th- they're a hassle for customers. ridiculous, huh? Like if I'm going to. 
yeah. bag my own shit. Why are you going to stop me? And I mean, I'm not stopping I, for them. I feel like we live in a first world. You know, this is a first world problem. Like heaven forbid, we have to bag our own shit. But I mean, I, it's not. I mean, I I just know that I've almost made mistakes. Yeah. Like I, I'll have something in my hand and I'll I'll go to scan it. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I can't scan. It. I'll set it down, and the next thing I know, I've already scanned all my stuff. And I'm like, wait, did I scan that? You know, I I don't. Yeah. I would. I've never. I don't. Would never do. You know, steal anything. But I mean, hell, it's confusing. So, so loss. You better come at me with something good. Besides, you know, yeah. Loss prevention stores. You said Walmart, which is what caught my attention on that. I worked for Walmart in Nashville, Tennessee, for a minute when I was younger, and Mm. uh, you talked about people stealing things in the most odd ways. Yeah. So I was really good friends with the loss prevention people that worked at that Walmart. You know, they're plain clothes. The garden center had just opened that year, and you know they used to put those lawnmowers out front, and they would run the cable through the wheels so that you take, oh, yeah. you couldn't steal them. Yeah, I was nobody's got right cable. Like, that's where this. That's exactly they don't where sell this those next door days. Sorry, yeah, this, that's exactly where this story's going. We might as well just set a concession stand there. It's like here's all the fucking keys if you yeah, get them. Right. Them. So we're standing out there talking with one of the assistant managers and this like. 84 LeBaron pulls up with a trailer on the back of it and these two dudes jump out and clip the cable and Mm. pick one of these lawnmowers up and throw it on the trailer and just take off like right in front of us and so we jump in a truck this is back in the 90s so we jump in a truck with the loss prevention guy and we're going to chase these guys right over a $200 lawnmower yeah we're going to do this oh I'll rent somebody down over a $20 pair of headsets. oh yeah they'll make it because you're getting it's like a you're like a vampire you have to have a quota like if you don't get enough like so so we're chasing by you know chasing these guys down Nolensville Park or Nolensville Pike in Nashville and uh, by then they had called the police metro so Nashville pulls in we back up they get in behind them. One of the guys, they're in a four-door car with a trailer. One of the guys gets in the back of the car. While they're going down the road, 50, 60 miles an hour, climbs out onto the deck lid, jumps off the deck lid onto the trailer, puts the lawnmower in neutral, and then rolls it into the front of the police car. And all you see is lawnmower parts go everywhere. Oh <laughs> the cr- crazy shit. That's so impressive. The, I, yeah. I was blown away watching this guy do his balance act on the back of this car coming out of this window to to put. I that, I didn't know that that's what he was going to do, but he literally pushed that lawnmower, riding lawnmower like a Murray mower, off into a front of a cop car with like one of those bull bars on it, and it just looked like that lawnmower exploded, like a mailbox. Boom! Did when you were working in loss prevention, did you have to uh, depend on cameras, or was it so long ago you were walking the store like both? Yeah. Like Walmart, like I think now they got a lot of like sophisticated cameras and stuff. I can see you dressed up as Southern Mama walking around, oh, yeah, just I was. busting people. <laughs> I was like, you ain't stealing my Yankee candles, bitch. I, <laughs> I really enjoyed it, to be honest with you. I mean, you could kind of, you know, at, by the time I got out of loss prevention and got into the one I'm now, I was a multi unit loss LPN. I was a multi unit loss prevention manager, so I was actually going to other properties. And when I'd get there, like the investigation was pretty much done. They had all I had to do was watch the video, and then I was Wicklander certified, so uh, in interrogation. So I went to Atlanta and took this course like I think they'd send detectives to this and it was really kind of cool it was kind of like you know they you learn a lot like CSI Walmart yeah seriously and like I would go in and my job was I mean we already know they did it but my job was to get them to confess to stealing more I think the biggest case that we had uh well I had was it was like a 30 grand Thirty thousand dollars. This lady went to prison. Yeah, she, her husband was coming. They were just <laughs> just rolling stuff off the back dock in this truck. When they'd close, she she was the closing manager. They would do stuff. Mm-hmm. So they would all. We would catch. So I would stay sometimes and and you know do this with these this guy and girl mm-hmm. that did it at the store in Nashville. And they would do shit uh, like and stuff you wouldn't even think of. Like they would go back to the sporting goods department. 
and go and get like those big like Wilson duffel bags and just stuff it full of shit and then go out in the garden center and throw the shit over the back fence so that I've they're s- walking out the front. He's seen not- all this. I was, yeah, <laughs> I was about to say that. That's like a million times. <laughs> Some of the shit that would, re- it would almost aggravate me to see was, um, I guess they, they just, they would just still they put stuff under their baby. Like that was yeah. a that was a winner for me. I was like, they would lift their infant and put stuff. So one, you're not going to arrest them because they have a child. Listen, one lady, ca- <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Like maybe can you please move the infant so I can get all of our jewelry back? <laughs> but look, this one, this one lady come in one time, y'all, and she didn't. She didn't have an arm, but she had this nub that came out like so far. Like as long as probably like a Dixie cup or something, it was just kind of out, like just kind of. <laughs> and she, I'm not making fun of the handicap. I'm just saying, like she utilized this handicap of hers to store like bracelets and ring. Like she would go to the jewelry department, and stick that. And she, I, I stopped. I apprehended her. I was like, "Ma'am, I need you to come back here to the office." You know, and we get back there, and she's like, oh, "I still nothing. I still nothing. I'll get naked right now and prove it." And she starts like. She started taking her clothes off with her one arm, and she she <laughs> never lived. She no, I swear to <laughs> Linda Linda Hall and Jenny. Uh, Je- I can't remember Jenny's Miss Jenny's last name. They're our money cashier ladies or whatever. They worked in the vault, and they would come back there. And anytime we had a female come back there that I apprehended, they'd have to send a female officer, and then I'd have to have my two cashier, you know, cash office ladies or whatever you call them, there to make sure you know that she can't scream rape or whatever. Anyway, so she's taking her. She starts taking her clothes off. And I was like, ma'am, you got to stop doing yeah, that. Yeah, I don't get paid enough for yeah, this no, shit. No, it was bad, too. It wasn't a lot to look at. And then, but she never would lift her little nub up. And I'm like, ma'am, I know where it's at. And she's like, I ain't got it. And finally, the little wing popped up and yeah. <laughs> watch came out. I'm not making fun of her. Her little wing popped up. Yeah, I mean, it did. I just have a bad she, vocabulary. She brought it on herself, okay? Oh. She did it to herself. I don't know what to tell you. Well, if you watch the first 48, you know all you have to do is offer these people a Big Mac and they sing like a canary. They'll yeah. tell you everything <laughs> they want. No, or they a do. cigarette or whatever. They would do. There was a woman that would come in that one up there that would get on one of those little carts, like a you know, like a mm-hmm. overweight woman, and she'd have on like this giant like pink moo-moo. Oh yeah, that would come all the way down here, and like she would stack televisions or VCRs <laughs> or some shit. Yes. Like what they caught her one night coming out, and they pulled her dress up, and she had like Blu-ray DVD players, yeah. like six of them stacked under her dress, and I was like, these people are fucking. Crazy. They're like pantyhose, but they're like they. I guess they got a big O. Area in the middle, and they can put all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. It's kind of impressive. I agree. Yeah. That's so what I'm thinking stuff in there. What's What's the first thing you guys have ever stolen? Everybody's stolen something. Oh, what if the first thing yeah. ever? A, oh, pa- uh, a pack of cigarettes. Pack of cigarettes. Yeah, I got I was like fired. 13. I got fired from Turtles Records and Tapes for uh, giving away CDs <laughs> wait a minute, to my. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You remember Turtles? <laughs> what What was the name of it? Turtles. Turtles. You, no. <laughs> No, I don't. It was like a famous I'm blown away by the name. He's like, well, you remember Turtle? Not, I've never heard of it. <laughs> I didn't realize you were that far away. I Turtle? thought they had Turtles. I thought it was a national chain. It, it was, was a, it was a national chain. Uh, I like yeah. the name. I never heard of it. Never. What did you steal? It, well, hold uh, on a second. Oh, what did I, I not steal? I gave away so much shit. When, when, when were you born? I was born in 86. So you would have been around in I'm the Turtles times. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Turtles was the thing. You fill up a stamp book and get a free CD. But I was like, my buddies would come in and I'd ring up four CDs and then put a wireless headphone unit in the bag and be like, have a good day. Yeah, they, they weren't ever going to catch you doing that Dude, she shit. caught me right in the act. She came busting out the door. I was like, David? And I was like, oh, shit. You even shit. said it like she did. That's yeah. exactly, I can hear it. That was the mom tone. Yeah. David? Yeah. 
Yeah, if she knew my whole name, that would have been what she yelled out. Yeah. David Kingman, light on you, son of a bitch. Did they call, <laughs> did they call the cops or they just fire you? Uh, they just fired me. Did they? Well, I think Terry was asking this question because he's got he's got something wants to Oh, yeah. Yes. He's like, <laughs> yeah, Terry, I, mean, I got, a, so I got a confession, go. man. Just come on, do it, Terry. Tell us. Do you guys remember those in the 80s, the sunglasses? Well, they're not sunglasses, but plastic glasses with like the shades. Hell yeah. Like it was like the plastic, uh-huh. yeah. you know, that, the like binders type looking thing. That's what I stole first time. Like you got the, away with it? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Uh, what the like the sunglass throws like that guy in the movie Mannequin. Uh, there they are, right there. <laughs> right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was your go to theft item. I know you didn't put them on your face and walk out. Oh, uh, no, you? no. Jack. Oh, God, I was about to say. Oh, why did you, that was it. Why yeah. did you decide to steal that? Why not? <laughs> I guess. Was it Halloween? I'm like, you're not going to no, roll around dude. with those on your face, are you? I, I did. I mean, I'm old, you know? I mean, he's like gold bracelet, really cheap glasses. <laughs> right, yeah. They weren't even glasses. Yeah. They, they were just glasses. They were to me at that time. You couldn't even fucking see out of those things i had a pair yeah of them. i don't think you could but hell, Bert, Bert, that's what i did what have you stolen well i've stolen a, a lot of shit and i don't remember what the first thing was or the last thing but Bert's a clip you said a lot of stuff oh yeah when i was a kid i'm, I'm in like i'm said. actually <laughs> i know shit make sure you got all your fingers you shook his hand earlier make sure you got all your fingers is my ring still there <laughs> it's, hey man it's been months since I stole <laughs> when i was a kid man we stole bubble gum all the time there was yeah. a store called the benton dent which was just like dented cans and shit. We, Y'all man, came to these to, stores. We got the Myrtle Turtle, the Benton Dent. The Benton. <laughs> hey, I grew up in a poor town, man. Let me tell you. The Benton Dent was like the place to go because everything was cheap. Yeah. And we used to go in there. And my, I feel so bad about this. My sister and I used to go in there. And we would dis- one of us would distract the lady behind the counter. The nicest people. And they used to talk about good. Mom good and pop shop. Type. Oh, yeah. yeah. Old, two old people that owned it. And while they were talking to her, we just stuffed her pants full of those, those, those people you. died poor so because good. of you. Yeah, man, I I'd feel, have got you so good. I feel horrible. Hey, these are all great stories, but I want to hear where Mr. Loss Prevention was oh, the first yeah, thing he stole. Thing you stole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't say you haven't. Yeah, you need to confess this yeah. every time you're arrested. Like, say, listen, I'm a recovering student. <laughs> honestly, that is one of my biggest pet peeves. I cannot stand a liar or a thief. Yep. I can't stand right. litter. Uh, but I, I did steal uh, something one time. Me and my. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So me and uh, God. we were going to comment about it when we're they come to your show. It, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. You'll you'll feel better after. I'm just saying that. Yeah, we're going to do to you what you do to all the other people. You'll feel better once you tell us. Please just don't zoom in on my cold sore. <laughs> Okay, Have you got so, that thing AKC registered yet? Yeah, I, I got it named. It's Scabby. This is the yeah. second the second time he's came back at four weeks. Uh, no, I did. We stole uh, me and it was actually a mutual uh, theft of uh, property. Me and my buddy Justin. Uh, oh, you got to drag somebody down I with did. you. This I is did. such I know. a barren thing. I know, right? I know, I know. Blame on someone else. He drove the car. Yeah. Uh, we stole a goldfish. Uh, and not just any goldfish. This was a huge koi fish. From the uh, Asian restaurant? No. <laughs> I see him floating around in the ponds. No, it was, uh, what is it? Aniston's got an Aniston uh, Natural Museum. Uh, there's a statue of limitations. They can't come after me anymore. No, no, anyway. no, no. Uh, this has been years, oh, decades ago. Anyway, they got a big pond out there, and it's only like this deep, but they have these huge koi. And so his grandmother had a, a pot, like a, uh, whatever, like a, she turned her garage into like this, 
just, I mean, jungle of, anyway, she had a pond in there and we were going to be nice and go get her this goldfish and didn't take into consideration. Probably this, this thing was rather expensive. Anyway, we go up there. We even went as far as to go inside their storage area behind the museum. We were, I don't, looking back, I don't know what the hell we were thinking. We found a five gallon bucket, got it out there. And then right in the middle of like two o'clock in the morning, we're out there like running this koi, these koi fish down and caught, yeah. Yeah, I was picturing. I was picturing you were going to say we put it in a baggie. Well, no, we got home. We put it in the bucket, but then I remember like it was so long that it was like the bucket was only like this deep, and so like this much of the goldfish was like flopped out of the bucket. (laughs) So I was taking a cup. I was taking a cup and pouring it on its tail to keep it like I guess lubricated or whatever. (laughs) Till we got to her house, yeah. (laughs) And she was so excited. She's like, "God, where'd y'all find that?" And we're like, "Ain't it pretty? (laughs) Ain't it pretty? (laughs) We found it in the lake. We found it in the lake. Yeah, she knows damn well you didn't find that damn thing in the lake. Well, it was funny." A quick recap though, uh, his mama found out about it. Uh-huh. And I don't know how, but she found out where we got it. And so I worked with her. She was a bartender at the restaurant that I was working. I was a server. And uh, she uh, called him up there and he was eating or whatever. And so she acted like she was on the phone with her mom. And we're like, what's going on? What's going on? Justin calls me and he's like, I'm on the way to the restaurant. He's like, somebody said somebody's going to. Anyway, they had convinced us that the police. Had tracked uh, that that this will this go this had a tracker on the fish. had a tracker on the fish and they were about to arrest his grandmother and so me and him were hauling to Heflin, Alabama to save his grandmother from theft to get arrested. We're gonna turn ourselves in. And that's that's like you believe anything when you're that age. Oh yeah, though. you know oh, you, God, yeah. people tell you not don't pee in this damn pool because if you do, you know what happens. It turns <laughs> we have blue. that chemical in here. And as a kid, I was deathly scared of that. I was like, I think I may have peed just a little bit. And I yeah. look around the water. I was like, is this bullshit? Did or they tell you about the dye or something like that? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Wait a minute, that's not real. No, I don't think it's real. It is. They, yeah, it is. But it's it's a it's like a like a fairy tale. Like that's some shit you tell a kid. Not he to said it's real, pool. but it's a fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's totally real, but it's not real. Yeah, yeah I was about to say I'm, you're still leaving us hanging, Jeff. Is yeah, it I'm real sorry. or is it? There not? it is, right there. Oh, here we go. Look. Oh, that's oh, that's man. been photoshopped. Is that real? No, it's it's Eric. urine reveal pool chemical. So it's called an indicator dye. Oh, I gotta get some. Yeah, you put it in your pool, and if so. you it's so, it's got to do with the the um, the ammonia in your urine make will make that chemical you put in there turn blue like that. <laughs> hey, if I catch fantastic, yeah. <laughs> can you imagine diving in a pool and seeing somebody do that? <laughs> that's is that the scene off of uh, was it Grown Ups? Yeah, that's what I was like, thinking. That's, like, that's from a movie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Daddy, you making a sissy? Uh, yeah. No, I'm not making a sissy. Making a sissy, <laughs> <laughs> and then all this, it, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Jeez. Hey, uh, uh, Eric, while you're pulling stuff up, pull up on YouTube. Um, kids jumping in the uh, tank at uh, Bass Pro Shops. Oh, Let me tell shit. y'all something. Now, this is a, like a, a, a hole I went down recently. I'm so jealous. This is, Did you this steal is, one of the fish while you're in there? No, no. This is something I would have done as a teenager. If there would have been a Bass Pro Shops around, I'd have been like, oh, oh we're going to video have, this shit. Have you not seen the one where the kid does a cannonball? Yeah, yeah that's what I. No, no. Yeah, these, but there's a video where a kid does a cannonball into the baptism thing at church. All you see, you know, it's up above the, like, you know, where they preach and stuff. It's got the curtains that open up and yeah. like the preacher's in there waiting. And all of a sudden you just see this kid just cannonball <laughs> oh, into the damn baptism. How deep are those thing. pools? It's like three, three or four foot. Oh, really? I want to yeah. do one more thing wrong before I get we- baptized. I want to. Yeah. Dive in. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here's the kids. Oh, jumping. I haven't seen this good of an angle, man. Oh, there's wow. so many, so many kids do it now, and they just run out of the store as soon as they get done. Most of them do. I wonder if it's <laughs> why is it they're shopping. Oh, he's. He said, "I'm going viral." Yo, my God! Oh, 
He can't run. Where's loss prevention? <laughs> if you're, I'm lost, not gonna lie, I would have just laughed. I, I was about to say, if I you're loss prevention, laugh. you're like, that's a good one, yeah, kid. Yeah. We'll clean this shit up. I'm not catching him. I'm not getting wet. I don't. That like, reminds me. Uh, there's another one. Um, they're they're getting married in the church, and then like, I guess there's I don't know what this guy's on or if he's just the village idiot or what. But anyway, they're they're filming it and they're getting they're you know right there in front of the, anyway the doors open up behind the preacher and he's just standing there naked in the. <laughs> In the, in the in the baptism tank, and the like, you can see like the the bride looking up at him, and the preachers are continually like, "Yes, and do you?" And, and they're like, so, and, "And the audience is falling yeah, out." The preacher, oh yeah, they're just like, "Does anyone see this naked guy?" That's great, man. That's the greatest. Weddings are so terrible. That would be such a blessing. Okay, now I think oh, this is the one, one that I yeah. Yeah, this is another one for Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> They're going to end up getting rid of those tanks because of that. Nah. Nah, man. I mean, you're doing it at your own risk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Look at how much water comes out of the tank, dude. <laughs> Darren, if you'd have been working there, you'd have had to mop all that water up, just like cleaning out those fit rooms. Have y'all not had my shit mop just <laughs> plopping up around fish shit everywhere? Have y'all had a retail job before? Have you ever had? Uh, I, well, work. I managed a... Popcorn Bistro in New Orleans. That was a fun job, though. Popcorn Bistro. Explain. Yeah. Like, what's yeah. the combination is, there? Yeah. There's over 100 flavors of uh, popcorn. It's no longer there after COVID. It's gone, but it was cool. That's like in cool. the South, man. You see so many yeah. funny combinations in, in mm-hmm. these small towns. Like <laughs> like a, a CBD slash chainsaw repair store. Right. You're like, what? <laughs> who needs to go in there? No, it's like, a, a, hair, hair, it's like a, a hair salon and chainsaw repair. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I did retail. I worked at Kmart actually first. Did you? And you're talking about a, a, a mower getting stolen? Yeah. I had the same thing happen. I worked outside garden. And I was by myself. And I guess these guys knew that. But uh, some guy come in, he wanted help, and the flowers are in the back. So he takes me to the back, and I'm he's asking me all these questions, and I'm thinking, this is kind of weird. I, he's like, this guy doesn't look like a flower kind of guy anyway, but I, I didn't say nothing about it. <laughs> what does a flower guy look like? I, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't know, but not he's this He's like, guy. this guy looks more like a fern, not a pansy. Well, he was, be he, was, yeah, he was a young, young guy, and he just it was like, it just seemed odd. Well, a few minutes later, he goes, what's going on up there? And I, I turn and look, and there's a guy... It's loaded a uh, a mower in the back of his truck, and he goes. And he looked at me, and he goes. He, I, so I, I take off running after the guy. And he drives off. I turn around and look, and at the door, it was. It goes back into the building. The other guy was sitting, there and he goes, "Have a good day." <laughs> I'm like motherfucker, they just set me up. Oh, that guy will set me up, <laughs> and they didn't even. He, he just like can't prove I did anything. He just see you later. Damn it, Bert! Why are you so gullible? You should have sold him some better ferns then. <laughs> yeah, well, I should have you, took were, you were two azaleas away from saving that seriously. damn lawnmower, bro. I mean, like you, you should have got serious with it. I helped uh, loss prevention at Lowe's, and I, I loved it too, man. That I stuff do. was exciting. Well, when I did it, you could you could touch them. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite okay. part. I'm oh, like, shoot. I mean, I'm not a fighter. I'd probably, in fact, get my ass whipped if I ever got but you into knew a fight. You had backup behind you, so. but I guess for some reason, when you throw a paycheck in there, I'm like, oh, I bet. Nah, fuck it. Oh man, I used to I'm watch. On it, dog on it. I used yeah. to watch Larry, the guy that we worked with. Like, dude, I used to watch him beat the shit out of people left and right. Yeah, I mean, used to. Oh, you yeah. could. I mean, I chased a guy down yeah. in my truck, like, <laughs> like a hot pursuit. I don't even remember now what he stole. It was. I wouldn't. It was like a hundred dollars of shit. It was like a couple of. I don't know, like a jacket or something or something else. And I remember the cop being like, "Let me get this straight. You left your store, chased down this criminal." 
You're not a police officer. You're six miles from your store on the phone with me just for this. And I was like, uh-huh. Hey, it's I was job. like, bro, I'm two quotas down this month. I need this guy. <laughs> I was like a vampire. I was collecting souls, man. Like, I, it, if it was a bad month, I, I'd, I'd stop your ass over a Coca-Cola. So I, I, mean? I, st- I worked in a class six Lowe's <laughs> yeah. store, which is the highest level. It's yeah. in Bessemer, Alabama. Oh, you know, That's like the seventh most dangerous city in the U.S. Did so you we a- weren't allowed to chase them, touch them, or anything. Did you have a gun? Dangerous. No, the, the loss prevention I mean, guy did. Taser. I was at the, a manager. At the big stores, it's kind of cool because you're kind of like you know, like you're the sheriff of your own little town. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, serious. Like at Walmart, like I felt like mall. Like was it mall, the mall cop, Blart, yeah, whatever his yeah, name Walmart. is? Like Paul Blart. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I was friends with like the ladies in the salon. I was getting free haircuts. <laughs> ladies in the cafeteria in the deli were like, "Hey, baby, you trying to get a sandwich? You hungry? You know you ain't eat today." <laughs> you know, I'd go hang out with everybody. The lady, the optical, the dude, the but there's, there's a bank in them now. Like we, I mean, I, I made my rounds. What's great? What the is the loss ever. prevention number that they'll accept as just acceptable loss on a store when it comes uh, to thieving? Yeah, so every store, store has a shrink number. It just honestly yeah. depends on the store. It fluctuates. It really does. Different I mean, it depends volume, on the store, the class. volume, exactly. How, how big the store is, where the store's at. Um, percentage. Yes. Percentage of sales. Did you know that in, uh, and now I I could be, this may, I could be wrong about this now, but I remember when I was working for Walmart, this has been years and years ago, but anyway, I was told that, uh, Alabama actually is the record holder for the Walmart store that opened and closed the fastest due to shrink. Yeah. Good Lord. I think this store was in um, Midfield Fairfield. No, it was like in. Uh, yeah, we'll guess. No, was it uh, Tuskegee? Is it. Oh, Tuskegee? Tuskegee yeah. or, or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it opened up and literally within three weeks after opening, they shut her down. They shirt, they shut her down. Shut they shut her down. <laughs> because the theft was so outrageous. They literally sent in a fleet of semi trucks and had her empty in seventy two hours and shut the indoors. Well, they had sold true. the building. Surely there was more of that going around. It, it wasn't was just so, the only store. It was well. I mean, it was it was not just external thefts, but it was internal thefts. Like everybody's oh, stealing. You know what I mean? Like it was like Oprah in that place. You get you get what you want. You get what you want. Yeah, I mean, workers and any employee, you know, anybody. And it was it was so bad that yeah, they. Isn't it like that out in California now? They don't even prosecute people, so they like if it's under nine hundred bucks, people just go in there and ransack. If I had a store in California, I would shut that shit down. (laughs) Those videos, like the mobs, bro, that makes me mad. Oh yeah, it's a loss prevention guy. I bet it does. Because when you when people do stuff like that, like you, that makes your prices go up. And yeah. then, and, and, around the and, country, not yeah, just that. No, story. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, and not just California. And then to add insult to injury, like, I mean, low key, I kind of like, I mean, I hate walking into one, but I I need to buy shit at Walmart sometimes. I need to go into a Target. Right. They're shutting them down now. Like, if it ain't going the way they want, they're like, shut down. Like, they don't give a damn. Chicago, they've shut everything down. I don't think Chicago's got like a Walmart. That's or what a Target. they should do, though. They did. Those they damn did. animals, if you can't control yourself, yeah. if the community can't control yourself, well, then you get no Target and you, you get no Walmart. You see the TikTok videos of like them going yeah. in and ramsacking. I mean, I'm talking like it looks like a bomb went off in this inside store. Like the sprinkler system's going off. There are shit all over the floor. Yeah, yeah. Like, the shelves are empty. Like it is like it's like 500 people went in there and grabbed all their shit and left. Well, the people yeah. don't like, they, they don't know what it was like when, you know, 15 years ago when if you needed to go somewhere at two o'clock in the morning, you could go to Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that now. No, a lot They're of metros they don't. No, you they close. Well, they close at like eleven or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like, yeah. Why yeah. did they decide to, that? That was a COVID thing. Yeah. I wonder why it never came back. Why they why they haven't gone back twenty four hours? Because they looked at numbers and realized that it wasn't it wasn't profitable to stay open that long. So to save money, they decided on payroll and everything. They just started closing them down. So the opposite of our federal income tax, basically. Correct. <laughs> a program that was supposed to last for three years, and it never has stopped. Right. Yeah. Correct. 
Mm. Yep. So what? So what year did you quit doing all that shit? You said 2016. I don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Like you went um, straight from that to comedy. And like, yeah. That's what I was saying earlier about how the, you know, God's got a plan. Everything. Uh, I did. Uh, I did. I would have probably never left my job because I'm not. I'm like one of those. Like I know how much money I'm getting paid. I know what my bills are. Like I pay all that, and then if I got whatever money to play with, I play with. But uh, yeah, man. Like it was really weird. But our store actually closed down. Don't know if you know right. Seriously, we're not doing so well. Yeah, right. And so oh, yeah, my store, my brick and mortar is not even there anymore. Yeah. They actually bulldozed that store down. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, um, I started doing the videos. I started getting recognized in places. I'd be in Walmart and be like, that's Southern Mama. Like, I never titled myself with Southern Mama. I was putting on the videos like Southern Mamas be like. Yeah. You know, and then I never said I'm Southern Mama. But anyway, people started coming that. So I had a buddy of mine, uh, uh, I had a friend of mine, and she was a bartender and she wanted, she talked the owner into doing a, an open mic night. And so that was the first time I ever like did comedy. But the first time I ever got on stage, y'all lit, we were kayaking. You guys like to kayak? Yeah. Uh, I freaking I love, love it. it, dude. I'm new to it too. I'm like, I'm on fire It's for a it. lot of fun and I loved it. So we went kayaking one day and we found ourselves going through Aniston on the way back home and we stopped at a place called The Peerless. It's like the oldest bar saloon in the state of Alabama. We go in there and like the place is packed and I mean, damn it, it's thick and I just want a burger and leave. We're tired. We're soaking wet. We got bathing suits on. We look crazy and ratchet. So we sit in the bar and I was like, what is going on here? And he's like, well, it's Peerless Poetry After Dark. Every second Sunday of the month, they had this thing for comedians and poets and songwriters, whatever. So there, I'm hearing these people. I'm like, damn, I could, damn, I could, damn, I could do better than that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, bar- what, that's what open mics do is they teach you that I could do this shit. Well, like, the bartender heard me, and he went to the guy that was over at Fernando, and he came up. He was like, "So you you want to do this?" I was like, "I mean, I don't know. he's like, I'll give you five minutes." I was like, "Whatever." I think I'm going to eat my burger and leave, and they call me up. Bro, I did it, and they, the people were in like, character or just no, just like goofing. I'll just tell. I think I told a story about like my grandmother whooping my ass one time. Like yeah. she, like I mean, there was a washing machine involved. It got hectic, and yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, and she'd be body slamming a kid. Um, but they loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they and I was like, well, that's my time. And they were like, it was, it was, it was an eighty percent black room. Yeah, and and I, I you got to get them quick in the black yes, room, buddy. You got to be quick. You got son. to be on it because they'll just look at you like. Oh, they'll start shaking their keys on yes, the table and yes. shit like that. <laughs> or they're going to be dying. They're like, right. and they were, I mean, and they're like, no, no, stay up there. And I did 15 minutes. The guy was yeah. like, just keep, you know. Yeah, when you're killing, I'll let people uh, go long at my mic. I that do. was the first time I ever walked onto a stage and told jokes. And when I got done, I mean, I feel like a lot of people do that shit for like an ego. Like they just like being in front of people. I, honest to God, could, I mean, if I could get that sensation without having to do it, I, I agree. I dude. would love that. I mean, but I, I really that. genuinely loved making people laugh. I mean, and just having them laughing was them relating to what I not only was talking about, what, but it made them feel good. It made mm-hmm. me feel good. It made them. So I, I you got down off there. that stage. You're like, I'll be chasing that I did. forever. Well, then the, my friend, they set the open like night. And that was the first time that I, I actually was like, okay, I'm going to go to comedy show and do it. And I did. I did like, a, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. Anyway. And then after that, I did, I probably, y'all, I probably had maybe 13, 14 shows under my belt before I went on tour. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, and I, I, this, at the same time this is happening. Doing how much time? Oh. At that point. Yeah, I mean, like maybe 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes, something like that. And I remember like, at the same time, the videos, I was still doing the videos. And they, and like, it was building and building. And then people were like, they'd have a little open mic night and they'd see my name on the marquee. And so bef- when I signed with Bang Productions, before I did, I said, listen, I've got a, I held an obligation. I'm a man of my word. I promised that I'd do a show at the Bama Theater in Tuscaloosa with some fellow comedy friends. And so he's like, okay, if that's, yeah, I'll go for it. So that was the first, they had, I think they, I think she seats 1100 or something like that. And they had sold like 200 tickets. They put my name on the dock it like a week or two before the show and almost there was like 60 seats were selling it out 
Wow. And I went down there and I was the third comedian on the lineup. And when I got off stage, I felt really bad because a lot of people started filing out after I got done. And they seen me on the building and like they started lining around the building to take pictures with me. And that's when I knew that something different was yeah. happening. So it's been it's been great ever since. Lucky you, this path I'm on. I mean, though it teaches me, when you have a bad set, it teaches you to, to I know, I bet up. it does. It sounds horrific. I couldn't imagine. But I have um no. <laughs> 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 I just came off a bad set. He's I'm just kidding. twisting the knife. I'm kidding, baby. I'm sure you're great. <laughs> I'm working on it, man. I'm, no, I'm you'll six do months fine. in, you know? Just do so. it. Look, hey, look, have fun with it. I'm going to tell you something. I've worked with comics and... Do you what do you do when you freak up there? Do you, do you do you write anything down or? Yeah, I just put bullet points and throw it on. the That's stool. what you need to do. I mean, I've seen people like that. <laughs> I've seen comedians like Ginger Billy. I love him to death. When we first started working together, though, he would like write this. You know, like he was Gary would do the same thing. They had brought like like several pages of stuff. I'm like, babe, you can't get up and read now. You know, you gotta. I, that, that's why my last set yeah. went bad. Is I wrote it an hour before I went on, uh, so I didn't have it. I didn't commit it to memory. So I'm just like. It, and here's how another comic described it. He goes, it sounded like you're reading a damn book report. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> if I go, if I take anything up there with me, uh, if I've got like some new stuff I want to remember, you know, throw in, uh, like I'll have a piece of paper and it might have five words on it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Each one of those words are going to remind me of that story. You never want to feel like you're, you're, you're reading to them. They want to be entertained. So, you know, you just need to relax and talk to them just like we're talking to each other now. Right. Right. Yeah. You'll do fine. Yeah. I, I love the process though. It's, it's, it's fun. fun. I it's can't fun. imagine that. I, there's no way I could get up there. That's a, such a vulnerable thing. But you're, you get up and play. I mean, I get it's different. David, yeah, no, yeah, let me, Jeff, Jeff it is way different. <laughs> yeah. you know, no, I played drums for 20 years. I understand that, but he's talking about being on stage and being vulnerable. But I mean, you've been on stage. And I remember just being a guitar player, getting up there. You've got something to kind of hide behind. Yeah. You know, there's a little bit of a crutch there. But being up there, and that's so much more personal. You know, singing. It's your thoughts you're yeah. sharing. Yeah. You're the, selling yourself. You are the instrument. And if they don't find them interesting, now, it stings. I, yeah, they, <laughs> I remember. Have you had one? Like, wait till. So, I, and you've been doing this so long enough, so you probably had it. Like, uh, so I don't know if you've ever. <laughs> I don't know why people do. Have you ever had somebody? I don't even know what you would call this. I'm going to call this the blank stare, but like, somebody in the audience just looking at you like, <laughs> yeah, like you can't. You don't want to look at them. You want to make eye contact, but, but not with that guy, right? But you can't help but look at them. Like you're talking, you're scanning the crowd, and you like you look down. Damn it, he's still doing it. And like I've done shows like that, and you think this guy just wants to shoot you. <laughs> and after the show at the meet and greet, he's like, "Man, I love that shit. That was great." I, I'm like, <laughs> I just have stroke face. I'm I was sorry. like, "Fix your face." <laughs> <Stroke> face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are the guys I will pay attention to. Like everybody's oh, enjoying the God. show, and this one person. And you're right. It never fails. When they come down, I'll be like, well, you need to learn to laugh. I want to like get on their case. I'll be like, you look like you're in paralysis out there, dude. What is going Y'all, on? One night, Red Squirrel got off stage and she came back there and she was like, um, there's a guy in the so-and-so or this, you know, whatever, this lady up there. And I was like, I'll be all right. Anyway, this lady, when she was on stage, uh, no, it was a guy. I'm sorry. The guy looked at her mouth. You're terrible. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> She's like, and I was like, you sure that's what he said? And she was like, that's a, he one nervous at mouth. Are you, <laughs> dude? I've had a an I would aud- die. I've had an audience member like me before. Like it was going so. They bad. lit you with the li- <laughs> like being funny. They lit me. She's like she's smart enough, knows what a light is, and oh, was like, no. put herself. She on was light. just like just taking a camera picture of you. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I did, that's what got me to bed that night. But when I woke up, I knew. So I knew is, in the back of my head. What she is was that? Me to be funny. But, when you get when you hit your time, oh. they light you. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's a thing in comedy. It's a, when you get the light, you got a minute or, or whatever you set your light to be. Some comics <laughs> set it for ten or five minutes. Uh, no, yeah, they- I'm. T- <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's like. Don't like this bit because it was it was like derogatory to, to it was a joke about women. But it, she, she gave me the light, and I was like, did, "Are did you a you? dirty comic or a clean comic uh, or middle I, somewhere?" I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really right now. I'm dirty, but I want filthy to just, as a writing challenge. I want to start writing clean bits. Filthy. Huh? Filthy. You got to well, clean no, it up. No, no, but I want to. I want to write a clean. I want to be able to work with as many comics as I. I as mean, I, can. I don't strive to work with in a children's hospital or anything like that. that right, and not the, and I. I totally respect comedians that can do that. That to me, I feel like is so hard. It's so much easier to be a dirty comic, but at the same time, like dirty comic, like it just, we can sit here and, 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 you know, hang out or whatever. But if every word I say is just like the cuss word, like then you're paying more attention to the cuss words than you are the actual. No, story. no, I agree. I want to be able to work clean You'll do, you, for sure. You got it. You got this. Yeah. I'm going to write clean just to, so I have, so I, so I can work for Bruce one day, you know, so I can go down there and, because that's what Bruce wants to be able to work you with everybody. He wants to be able to just not worry Bears. about you. Yeah, he yeah. wants to be able to say, "Hey, you go out there. I know you can work with any comic. If yeah. funny is funny, just keep it clean, and I can put you. I can start you. On Don't Wednesday you love him? Thing. Yeah, he's I great. Really We've had him in here Bruce. before. He's really. Yeah. I love Bruce. Yeah, he's great. He's a good guy. He's gay. He's given a lot of people their start. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean he has, and he was he one of the first people that booked you. Uh, I. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Um, we were you when you first started out. Were you doing comedy clubs or were you was doing rooms? Nashville. No, the first place we ever the, our first stop on the on our tour when we first started touring was in a place called Somerville, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And then the next night we were in Dalton, Georgia. Yep, comedy then clubs. Went to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them was like a bar. Yeah, and then we played every y'all. Y'all, I played theaters, bars, comedy clubs, arena, whatever. I just. Oh. How many times have you been at the Stardome? How, how, oh, like, gosh. Too many to count? Yeah, we've been down there a bunch. I mean, like, I know sometimes we'll go down there, like, I think five times is the most I've been down there in one weekend. You know, like, yeah. we'll do, like, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, and one on Sunday. But, uh, yeah, we've I've been at the Stardome a bunch of times. Yeah. I had this club in Georgia reach out to me about putting on a comedy show. And when I got there, she was complaining about, she had Corey Smith in there, who's a He's a pretty big artist, mm-hmm. and she, he packed the bar out. She was yeah. just like, it was the best night ever. But you know what this asshole did? I go, what? <laughs> he had me, at the end of the night, he asked me for 80% of all revenue generated. And I was like, what are you talking about? The door did this. This is all you get. She's like, he's like, no, no, no. And he looked at, showed her the contract, and she had signed a contract that gave him 80% of every, all revenue, every cheeseburger. Wait, the food? Everything. everything. Wow. Oh, she my. signed it, and she was like, can you believe what? I was over here slumping in my chair at first, like, oh, that's crazy. But then when you <laughs> mentioned, like, the food and everything, I was like, oh, no. I'm no, no, no. But she signed it, and here's what's so funny. She was like, isn't that agent that made me sign that an asshole? And I was like, absolutely. And then I looked around for a second. I go, give me his name. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want that guy working for me, you know? If he can work out that kind of deal. Uh, he's like, yeah, that's terrible. He's a genius. Yeah. yeah I need that guy good. booking me when I get How about paid. read the contract? That's what I, t- yeah. you know, I wanted to tell her, but she was just Bless so green. Hard. She's that. like, I'd love to get Matt Riff in here. And I was like, oh, this girl knows a lot <laughs> about comedy. <laughs> Matt Riff. Matt Riff. <laughs> Matt Riff. Yeah. 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 Oh, Matt she Riff. She called him Riff. <laughs> Have you, so did anybody go to his show in Birmingham? No, but he's played here like 30 times he's been here a ton no not no. not here in the studio he's oh. been to birmingham more than any other market he's done yeah i've got i've had some comics that i know that have worked with him back in before i think he was doing the 
whatever the MTV thing. Wild and out. Yeah, but I knew I had some friends go. I just didn't hear much about when he was in Birmingham. I mean, I, there was people was fighting for either. tickets. Uh, I wasn't well, in the comedy when so, he came through. A bunch. So Bruce said that he had been performing at the club since he was like fifteen. Yeah, yeah, he's been yeah, he did yeah. there in the Atlanta market. He's he's yeah. been in that for a long time, but he's not even from here. Uh-uh. I think he's from Ohio. Uh, yeah, Ohio. he was about to quit before he popped. He was literally really? looking for other avenues in life to like. He was just he could be a model. Well, yeah, he could do that. That's a well, beautiful if, human being. If you go to one of his shows, I mean, and I'm not knocking this by any any stretch, but it's it's mostly 35 to 55 year old, you know, milf. Hey, I'll women. take them. Hey, I'll get take that. all. Of them. Yeah, well, get that's that not my fan base. You know, I mean, my fan base is uh, women mostly, yeah. and I mean, they they got them credit cards and they be yeah, swapping absolutely. them. You know, but uh, it's a it's a good fan base too. Our fans are very loyal. They're very sweet. They go in somewhere. They buy that merchandise. They yeah. they get them drinks. You know, I <laughs> I tell the place like, look, make sure you're stocked up on Michelob Ultra and 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 and, and Fireball because <laughs> you know, they're gonna tear it up. <laughs> yeah. They getting in there. They getting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, do you? Who do you? You have an act that travels with you all the time. I do. We have. Um, it's usually so it's, uh, Gary Cargill is our uh, opener, yeah. and then uh, Jonna Robertson, uh, aka Red Squirrel, is our feature. And then I headline out the show. We have a DJ. We started, uh, and now I've seen a lot of other uh, comedy actors doing this too. We added a DJ ugh, to warm five the room years up. ago, huh? To warm the room up. Before yeah. You come out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Before our first comic comes up, and uh, it's really cool because, and then like depending on how big the theater is, we've now even started like I'll take like a like an intermission after my feature, and. Uh, He'll play then too, uh, yeah. And then like during meet and greet, he'll play. So it it really it it gets the consumption of. I think it really works out well for the uh, venue owners as well because yeah, you need them lubricated a little. You bit. You know what maybe. I mean? I want them passing out before I get up there. Oh, that no, that, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was about to say you haven't dealt with a <laughs> terrible crowd in it. You get them too drunk. They're yeah, unruly. oh yeah, yeah. And that's what's bad about a lot of these <clears throat> crowd working clips that get posted now. People like, oh, I'm coming to be a part of this show. Yeah. Well, that's you why may I, not deal with that's that, why I keep my people tight too, because I mean, I'm like, look, you know, we have a, and they want more time and I want to give it to them. But my thing is too, like, you know, you, like you said, a lot of these people, they've already had dinner. This is their night out. You know, they're going to, yeah. they, they gassed up that minivan. They've got the room at the Hilton. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's when you see five women jumping out of a, out of the, out of the suburban out in the parking lot, they ready. You know what <laughs> I mean? They got the high heels on. They're going to turn them. Well, if you got them out there in that audience for an hour, just sitting there sipping on whatever you can lose them once you get out there. Cause I, I mean, I may, I, you know, I, I can do an hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think there. You, you, I think around fifty minutes is probably a respectable time. Anything over that is like, oh, shut. Up. Yeah, no matter how good you are, right? I mean, I've had them slapping their knee till you know, and I and I, and I you know, my remain man, I've had a drink before the show, right. so I'm feeling it, you know. And yeah. but yeah, uh, yeah. Once that you get to that time, because we have done that, you learn as you go. Yeah, you know, like you said, like I mean, well, I'm like, we waited way too long. Way too long. I mean, they're out there like when they're having <laughs> one lady. I will never forget this, y'all. I think I think we were in Alabama. I think we were in Coleman. That checks out. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't even know what you're about to say, but I feel it. Kind of, yeah, this yeah. I think it was in Coleman. I think it was the Princess Theater. They have a balcony up there, and I want to say one lady got so uh, had much fun that she threw up over that damn balcony. I remember oh, seeing shit. it oozing and dripping <laughs> off of the end of that. Oh, yes, man. and it cascaded down onto the people below, and uh, they were pissed. Yeah, sure. you know what you they just were did. Not Nobody's in- ever buying that seat. Like at Alabama Theater, no. I don't care where it is. Now they're gonna be like. 
No, that looks to be directly under a balcony. Yeah. Yeah. His audience drinks too much. Yeah. I mean, she didn't even project all over. She just, they just dribbled, just glued, glucked all the way down this wall. That was an insult to injury. Not only were the people been vomiting, but it was like just sliming down walls. Oh, somebody's going to have to get a ladder to yeah, clean that up. it was bad. It was Ugh. bad. Are you filming a special or anything anytime soon? No, I told John that I'd be open to doing a Netflix if they would still have it. I don't even know if I'm relevant anymore. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I, I think I should have done that earlier. And I told him no. Because I, it's hard for me to write a, it's hard to write a set like that, you know. And I, I didn't well, want to film four of them and just take the best of all of no, them. No, I didn't want to put my stuff out there because I mean, we really, we, we, I, I will ride, I will ride something for a good five, six months. Hell, I, I still got stories now that I tell that I that I told the first year we was on tour. You know, I mix it up. I I like to say what we have is a rotating set. Like I'll add a new story once every three, four, or five months. The next thing I know, I've got an entire new set. But I mean. I don't know why I really haven't. I just I that's my goal. But I can't it. fathom. Here's what I cannot fathom: remembering an hour's worth of material. Yes, you it can. It seems impossible. Yes, to me you right can. Now. You can do it. Like I mean, we're doing it now. Like I mean, you know, you're just having fun with them. I mean, and that's like I'm saying, like going out there with a set. And a lot of times, I mean, like just kind of come up with whatever. You know what I mean? Like just have fun with the crowd. I mean, like depending on you know work your room. I mean, if it's a comedy club, fine. If it's a three thousand seater, don't do it in there. But I mean, right. have fun with you know. And like I, I'll spur. I'll, I'll go. I, you just, you know, I one time we were at the Rome Theater in Rome, or is it Rome, Georgia, at yeah. the Rome Theater over there? Yeah. Have y'all been out there lately? I haven't been to that theater, but I've played Rome a lot in my life. Uh, there's a statue out there. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a, it's a, it's a bitch wolf, and she has like sagging teats, and there's infant children under it, like mouthing, uh, trying to suck on the tits. <laughs> and you're like, I'm gonna do an hour on that damn statue. And that's exactly what I did. I walked out there and I said, first of all, before we get the show started. I got to know who to talk. What was the city council meeting like when y'all come up with the idea for that damn statue out there? You know, like, <laughs> oh yeah, where did this come from? Some kind of Greek mythological god or something like for yeah. prosperity and wealth. I don't know, whatever. But I mean, it is. It is. You might want to tell yeah, people that, yeah, before they see exactly. It. But I see, I spawned there off like is. there it is. Oh my god! Look at that. And it's like some Egyptian Greek. I don't know. Anyway, for like wealth and prosperity, like they're sucking on to anyway. Yeah, and they've got that out there. <laughs> so we get that. We, we <laughs> Y'all can't see this. Oh, no, 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 no. You need to Spotify. buy the file. Yeah. We get there, and I'm walking around the, the, the property there, and uh, I see this, and I am sucked in. I'm like, what is that? Oh, that's the. That's the new statue that they got for the because they just finished work on the theater. Like they had redone. See, the I see thing. that it's a statue. I need to know the story. <laughs> that was the theater. thing. Like I was like, Hi, so let me get this. Y'all spend like millions of dollars on this building, and then the masterpiece of the front. And I'm not knocking Rome. I love Rome, Georgia, and yeah, they love too. them some Darren. They we sell every time we go there, and I love them. But uh, and but they died when I came out with that because I th- you <laughs> they had to be thinking the same thing. I just mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah. And then you just spin off of that. I mean, I did that for 15, 15 minutes. We'll add stuff as we go right. but yeah just having stuff you can fall back on and keeping it going and keeping it on your time and it's I really enjoyed it it's it's, it's been it's been a learning process I, I look back on uh, when we first started I'm like oh man we we've changed a lot come a long way so well, yeah I, I, I played a, a gig there once with a Kiss tribute band and the singer really? the singer dressed as Paul Stanley mm-hmm. hooked up with a girl in the dressing room in makeup and he came out Oh, this is so bad. <laughs> we lose our female audience right here, but he had like red Joker face. She was menstruating. 
<laughs> and he came out bragging about it. We were like, hey, buddy, you look like the Joker. <laughs> you need to go check yourself in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. It's oh, <laughs> so man. terrible. <laughs> what are you thinking about that, Terry? Uh, you got to run it before. I just uh, yeah. try not to. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got a road story? <laughs> oh, it's got <laughs> oh, so uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm degenerate bastard. Uncomfortable, bad uncomfortable road stories. I can tell you, I've told that on stage. It doesn't get the reaction that you think it's going to get. <laughs> or you probably shocker there. Yeah. <laughs> real you shocker. definitely don't do that too early. Apparently, there was no mirrors in this dressing room. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, just go there and smear that makeup on, do the best you can do, Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Not doing it. Man, mm. pull up, uh, pull up uh, his website, uh, Eric, if you got it up back there. Let's look at these dates. Who, mine? Yes. Look. Oh, man. I ain't even looked and seen any of the... We're going to be in Huntsville. Stand Up Live. That's a good room. It is a good room. Chattanooga. He's coming to Chattanooga in February. Picking South Carolina, March 2nd. Hickory, North Carolina. That's an awesome town. That's right there by the Ocoee. Isn't it, it is. Wait, yeah. I think. Well, no, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that's in Cherokee, North Carolina is kind of closer to that, isn't it? I mean, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we uh, we've got some more dates on there that we haven't added yet. But yeah, uh, if you just go to comediandarenight.com, our merchandise, uh, shows upcoming, you can purchase tickets. And that's nothing I tell our fans too is to go to the website to get um, their tickets because sometimes these theaters, like I don't know. If it's like a price, I don't know. No, they're they're called ticket brokers. And is that what it snatch, is? They snatch up your front row seats a lot of times. Yeah, and then it, they double the, double the ticket mm-hmm. sales and start. Yeah, the, and what's crazy is what they do. Yeah, people pay for them. Yeah, yeah, what they do is they're not literally purchasing the ticket. They have the same system. They they compare. They somehow can tell what tickets are for sale, and so they'll sell. They see a ticket's available front row center. And it's on sale for $80. They put it on sale on theirs without even buying it. And when you go to buy it from this broker, they automatically buy it and snatch it and just put mark it up. Yeah. It's crazy how they do that. And that happens a lot. That is crazy. And, and they're called, they're close to Ticketmaster. They're called like Ticket Smarter. Yeah. Like, and they almost have the same logo. It gets people all the time. They're called Ticket Blaster. Yeah, they're just, they always have the same. Because they're going to blast that wallet, ain't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to take it to you. Yeah, I always tell everybody to get their tickets from the website. From the, from a comedian's website, now go to the website because those are always good links. And if you're going to get ripped off by somebody, get ripped off by the fucking comedians. <laughs> because yeah. nothing's worse, dude. Yeah. What they'll do, what they'll do is they'll buy that ninety dollar ticket and they'll go on your, they'll go on online and be like, you know, Southern Mama's a piece of shit. Look how he's gouging his fans, and you had nothing, nothing to do, to with, do it. with it. Yeah, our tickets, in fact, have not. I, they actually, we need. I need. We need to. And I've talked to John. Because, I mean, there's some play. I mean, flights are expensive, food, lodging. It's crazy. But, yeah, I mean, our ticket sales have not changed since 2016. I mean, you, our show is about an hour and a half, and I feel like we, we give people their money's worth for $30, $35. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, you so, definitely do. And we've talked to people at meet and greets and like, Lord, we're so excited. Hell, we spent $200 on tickets. I'm like, dang, man. That's nice. Yeah, so go Here. to the... Go to the uh, website and get your get your tickets. Um, do y'all do meet and greets? You do meet and greets. We do after meet and the greets. Show? Do you sell them or is it just something you do? I I like just giving them away. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, because things are so competitive now. There's every day. There's a new person on the on the on the scene. Everybody's wanting to go see. You know, it's you know, so you're constantly having to, you know. So I just the way I look at it is, you know, most people have at least a thousand friends on social medias. You know, whether it be Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Uh, and yeah, you 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 take that picture with them. That's just a thousand more people that's going to have you know 
to see you. Right. Uh, like, who's Aunt Becky with? Who's that? Who'd they go see? You know, and maybe they'll look up my stuff. So I like to, but yeah, sometimes we'll do like if you buy a t shirt, you get a meet and greet or something like that. Um, we've sold meet and greet individually. Like, it depends on where we're at. Like, if a casino, a lot of times they'll sell them, you know, and it'll just go to the casino. That's <laughs> yeah. just, it's hard to do that and turn a room over too when you got a second show that night. It's sometimes yeah, hard yeah, because you run out of time. Because I like, I like, I want everybody to like have their, you know, their their moment or whatever. So sometimes we'll do like, depending on how many people's in the room, we'll like do 50 or something like that. Or then sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> I'm feeling good. Ain't none of y'all going to the hotel till I walk out. Right. <laughs> everybody get a meet and greet. I'm like, Oprah with car. Y'all get a meet and greet. Y'all get a meet and greet. Y'all we, we take a picture with everybody, the custodian. Yeah. So we will. Well, comediandarrennight.com is the website to go to to get tickets. Make sure you buy merch when you come to the show, too. That really can do- It helps out. It really uh, does. It definitely does. Let's see your merch here. Yeah. Well, you definitely have brats as fans. Look at this. Oh, my God. <laughs> All of his that is Heather. Girls. <laughs> that is Heather. She is She's amazing. Uh, they live in... Uh, a little bit north of Hattiesburg, but uh, it's, it was it Petal, Mississippi. Anyway, yeah, they Petal. have uh, their whole operation down there. I've went and toured their warehouse. They have really great uh, quality clothes, but her designs are stupid cool. Yeah, man, um, that's yeah. really that's no just slapping your name on a shirt there. That's and what I love about our merchandise is that you it, the merchandise is really cool. Even if you're not a Southern Mama fan, even if you have no idea who I am, it's something that you might like. I mean, if yeah, you, they got that font of like. Girls raised in yeah, the South. Yeah, I mean, pot. oh yeah, oh yeah. This is totally like, yeah, yeah. this is hey, totally can, Yankee Candle vanilla yeah. cookie. <laughs> like, go back up, go or scroll back down. What does that pillow say? Keep going, keep going. No, uh, yeah, right there. Yeah, get, get your it. raggedy ass off my porch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a solid favorite. I like the cornbread one out there to the left. You can see it says uh, some of y'all's cornbread ain't done in the middle. <laughs> I mean, it's, they're pretty clever. You know what I mean? Like, they're good. So, so the question that we didn't ask before we get out of here was: is is where the hell did that idea for Southern Mama come up? Yeah, good question. So I had a, a friend of mine that shared a video with me of somebody doing something pretty similar. Yeah. Stepping outside their their own self and, and mimicking uh, their mom. And uh, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And I was like, I can do that. But I can do that better than he's doing it. Right. And it's I like that like open mic thing again. You see it. Yeah, like, I mean, and that's the thing about the videos too, is like they're just vivid they're they're just videos of mimicry. I mean, they're just these are just things that we heard growing up stuff that we still say to the kids in our family today. I was just glad everybody could relate to it. That's the beautiful mm-hmm. thing about Southern Mom is that, you know, Darlene is relatable to so many, you know, matter no their ethnicity, you know, their religion or whatever. Everyone had that mother. Even if your mother died the day you were born, you had that auntie, you had that grandmother, you had that sister, even you had that person that instilled these 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 roles that you hear and these these you know these soccer moms these these southern moms these no matter what kind of mom you had you had uh, you leaving the damn lights on you wouldn't close the refrigerator That's door right. and you'd hear this shit and so oh, yeah. it's just uh, it's uh, it's stuff that everybody can relate to and that sometimes to me I feel like can be the best comedy of stuff that everybody can relate to sometimes mm-hmm. when you know, we're talking to somebody it's not necessarily that you need a therapist to tell you advice it's just you know having someone tell you the things that you already know to confirm that I think that replicates when it comes to comedy too sometimes you know having something to relate with someone else can just be all more you know you know close and it brings a room together and if you sprinkle on laughter with that and you're having a good time well hell that's just even better your yep. voice came back by the way during it the did. episode well, there, <laughs> let, me, oh, yeah. let me tell you before we get off your too like so i the out I, I did a show in jacksonville florida and we did I, I can't remember the name of the hotel but it was a it was a it was a I don't remember the name of the venue either. I'm sorry. It was a it was a comedy club in Jacksonville. I think it was the Comedy Zone or something like that in Jacksonville, Florida. And it's in like a it's a motel, not a hotel, motel. It's a motel, and 
they got a restaurant. Anyway, we stayed there. Well, we did like three or four shows. By the last night, they had put me up in their little manager suite slash penthouse. Oh, slash, nice. Yeah. I mean, it was cool, man. Heart-shaped bed. I, oh, I, th- I backed <laughs> up to my room in my vehicle and threw my shit from the hatchback into the front door, and I was in. You know what I mean? It was great. <laughs> you want to smoke a cigarette and stuff? I said, well, anyway, uh, we did a show there, and we had met some people down there. And we made friends with the staff at the hotel. So I just went ahead and had a party at the penthouse. You know what I mean? I woke up the next day talking like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Engine block. Dude, by that evening, I was like, uh, I was literally, I couldn't. You not. had a show? Oh, yes. Yes. Oof. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I've never been like that before. I've never been where I couldn't actually talk. Like, In that I, situation, you drink a ton of water. Water, I, water, water, water. I That's did everything point. but jack off a dolphin while I was dinner. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, I was literally drinking and gargling anything I could get in, to, 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 to somehow make this go away. But anyway, I got out there and... The crowd was pitiful because when I opened my mouth and spoke, they all like, you could hear a moan go throughout the audience like, oh, oh an God. hour of this shit. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was, it was like, oh, I feel sorry for him, but oh, damn, I'm not going to do this for 30 minutes. No. You know, like, but it was weird what you just said. Like, the more I talk, I, I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember telling jokes and praying at the same time. I remember like, God, God please, Come please, out better, please, God, let me have this. Lord Jesus, let me get my voice back, you know, and and it did. It, as, as it went on, it just come back. So I don't know. There's something to that. I guess you know, keep bumping your gums, it'll come back. But yeah, yeah, yeah that happened in Jacksonville. I was so freaking scared, y'all. I don't know what I was gonna do. <laughs> and you're at fun. the Stardome next week, right? Yes, sir. The thirteenth and fourteenth. It'll be Wednesday and Thursday. I, I think, y'all don't quote me. I, seven. Is it seven? We're rushing this one out. This this episode out. will air seven the day. Show? It'll air. This episode will air the day that you start. Oh, good. Okay. So yeah, we're Wednesday trying to, morning. Yeah, the Wednesday of the thirteenth. This is when this episode. Oh, will good. Drop. So well, so if you're watching this today, y'all come on down. If you're in, uh, if you're around the Birmingham metro, come into the city of Hoover. There, we'll be at the Stardome. Right. Place, yeah. Get hammered. That's what And I think they encourage you to drink at least like a couple two, drinks yes, and have a drinks. dinner. They yeah. encourage yeah. you by making you, by the way. Yeah, That's yeah. Not. They're like, you sure you don't want nothing? <laughs> Darling, you sure you're you don't want nothing? Trust you know? and believe you're paying for well, it. It's like the guy that made me like, you sure about that? You yeah. sure about that? Sure about that? Yeah. Make sure that you don't steal shit while Darren's on stage because he will catch you. I will. Hey, I'm I'm bringing it back old school because I'm an old fool that would take you to jail. Speaking of comments, we need you to leave a comment of the first thing you ever stole oh, no. don't put i stole just put what it is in the comments because we want to uh, look back at this episode and have a oh good my laugh gosh. You know? i've had so much fun with y'all i could sit here and just do this all oh, day time flies great. in this studio it, dude. Does. it really does it really does how long have we been here uh six hours i think it is. <laughs> this is fantastic come on we know you liked it we've been like an hour and 10 minutes yeah, yeah, a little over an hour we'll have you back man anytime you want to come back through dude we'd love you're local so uh yeah i'd love to come back I'm, I'm i'm sorry for being tardy by the way jeff that's oh, all good um but i, I we almost today. locked the doors and just i know i was like episode. well when you called me <laughs> i low-key got a little pissed i mean I, he said well, well how far are you i was like eta is three minutes he goes three minutes mm, hang on a second what do you want to do and i was like excuse me he was like let me call you back and i was like if i uh uh-uh. i was like somebody's i'm what if I, i'm breaking in this i just told this son of a bitch three minutes yeah like i said three hours what do you want to do huh I was like, somebody talking an ass whooping and hand, hand I don't know what to tell you. That'd have been you. That'd have been you. No, I was like, I was like this baby has not been to run me away for 
30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's we, been we absolutely awesome, though. And I am sorry. I was already, I, I, I was running around today. I was like, oh my gosh, I know. Well, we know you had a struggle today and for making it up here. We appreciate it. No, I'm really glad. I really want to come back. It'd be an honor to come back and see you guys. And I and I love what you do up here. And uh, I would love to, I'm going to start tuning in to, uh, to X5. Absolutely. Thank yeah. We thank all y'all and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.